I understand you're sorry, but what do you think you did wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Eh, eh. Pretty mediocre. You're mediocre because of how you feel, but not because of our guests. No, no, I feel good about our guests. Yeah. I just feel a little under the weather. Yeah, Andy has a cold, as you can maybe yeah. tell by his voice. But it will not stop me. No, especially when our guests are our literal friends. Yeah. And we're just going to have fun talking about how much they love each other. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a lot of work. So our guests today have actually been requested for quite some time. And I've been sitting on this for a long time, like just sort of like gauging when the right time was. And we're just so excited that these two have joined us today. You know, Ashley Spivey from season 15 of The Bachelor. If you do not know her from season 15 of The Bachelor, and I feel okay saying that because a lot of people don't know me from my season of The Bachelor anymore. You definitely know her from her fantastic Instagram at Ashley Spivey. And she also has a fantastic book club that I single-handedly credit with getting me back into reading. So thank you for that. And we are joined as well by her very handsome husband who is popping his podcast cherry with us tonight, Steve and Ashley. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having uh, yeah, us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Like, please be gentle with him. Like, <laughs> like th- this is his first time doing any sort of podcast, um, especially on video. I'm, so. afraid, I'm afraid of cameras <laughs> and um, talking in public. <laughs> We're, He's we're a gonna... full-blown deer in ring lights right now. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I have to say whenever, so we watched a couple because I just wanted to show Steve like what this would be like. And he was like, why haven't they asked us to be on? Like he was very. <laughs> oh, oh, so now you're offended. <laughs> I'm going to be a terrible uh, guest, but I'm just saying I would like to be off. Got it. So you don't want to be on. You're a terrible guest, but you're offended that we haven't had you on yet. I respect that. That's something I would do. (laughs) Okay, so today is all about you, your love story. You guys have actually had a very similar timeline to us in terms of getting engaged and getting married. You met in 2014. No, you got engaged in 2014, correct? Correct. And you were married in 2016, correct? Yes. So kind of similar no, timeline. Similar. So I, I don't know. I think it's sort of fun to talk to people who have been together as long as us and are just sort of at a similar place in life ish yeah. because Ashley is pregnant with baby Penny. Very exciting, <laughs> which we will talk about. OK, so we're going to start at the very beginning and you're just going to tell us all the details and then we'll go from there. How did you two meet? You, you want to start it off or you want me to start it off? I'll let Ashley kick off the story <laughs> and then I'll tell the real version out too. <laughs> <laughs> After I got off the show, like I, I started dating someone else. Um, I don't know how like you felt after you got off the show, but I felt a lot of pressure to be in like a stable relationship. Mm. Uh, so I think I got into like a relationship I didn't want to be in. When we broke up about a year and a half later, I was just like, I want to be single. I don't want to date anyone. I want to kind of enjoy this like bachelor fame or whatever. Um, And two weeks after I broke up with that guy, I met Steve, Um, even though I had technically met him before a year before that, I was just like blackout drunk and I don't remember <laughs> at uh, Brother this is, this, is this is part I'll fill in later yeah yeah um we met at Brother Jimmy's when I was like blackout um, which, which Brother Jimmy's uh, the 31st and Lex oh that's a good one I did some I did I did some good work down there 
We, we actually yeah. took our engagement pictures there. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> Upstairs or downstairs? Both. Oh, nice. <laughs> but so I re-met him um, at Bounce Sports Club, which, I mean, we're just, you know, meeting at all these really classy places <laughs> in New York. I'm also familiar um, with Bounce. <laughs> it sounds good. It's where love happens. Yeah. yeah. It's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> If you're like, oh, the club's name Bounce, and you see it, you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. The owner of Bounce always goes to us. He's like, we're so proud of you, too. People got married that met here. <laughs> <laughs> so I I met him there because we had mutual friends who were having, like, a going away party. And I met him and thought he was adorable. I thought he was actually, like, too nice for me. Um, but I agreed to go on a date with him and he took me to Rose Bar. Because, nice. because what's cornier than that? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he really was like, the first time I ever saw you was on The Bachelor. I'm going to take you to Rose Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that is an appropriate <laughs> Bachelor Bar. <laughs> um, so we had a great date. Um, I actually ended up staying the night with him that night. His dog ate my shoes. <laughs> wow. Ate him? Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't know dogs eat shoes. He was two and he was trained by me. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> types of dogs do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they were just like shitty high heels. Um, I left in the middle of the night and kind of like left my shoes there because I had flip flops in my bag. Smart and woman. I was sure I would never hear from him again. But um, he called me the next morning and he was like, I'm so sorry. My uh, my dog ate your shoes. Please give me your address because I'd love to replace them. And I'm like, no, don't worry about it. Like, you know, we had a good day. It's fine if like we never talk to each other again. He's like, no, no, no. I want to send you replacement shoes. And he sent Jimmy shoes. Uh, wow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got it. Hold on a sec. Chewing part. Oh, right, right. Nice. Nice pun. I got to ask you, Steve, do you, did you train your dog to eat women's shoes when they come over? So you could then buy them Jimmy shoes. The only thing, the only thing I taught him, he couldn't sit. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't play fetch well, but he can eat women's shoes. Right? That's. A, I mean, it worked out for you. Yeah, your wingman. Yeah, he's watching us. Wow. So Steve pulling out of the stops with the Rose Bar and the Jimmy yeah. Chews. Wow. You were mm-hmm. out to impress. Mm-hmm. I was really cool at thirty. <laughs> Okay, so the story, like, I knew 98% of that, but there's a slight detail in there that I think I somehow forgot over the years, which was that you had met a year before you ended up re-meeting at a mutual friend's party, correct? Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to fill in the first year of the story. I was out at uh, Brother Jimmy's and I saw her at the bar, and I walked up to her. I was like, oh, I recognize this, this girl from The Bachelor. So I went up, and I was like, can I buy you a uh, shot of Patron or something? She goes, no, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I retreat back to my friends. And within the group of my friends, um, one of my best friends now, um, his name's Rakesh, he is dating on the way of being engaged. I forget at the time. Um, 
with her really good friend from North Carolina. Mm. So, roommate. so I still had, I got no and I left appropriately, but I still got her number. <laughs> and then when you get the number, you know, you still have a chance. <laughs> I mean. You didn't give it to me. Yeah. Fast forward a year and I was single for the entire year. And it was kind of like the first time I've been single for a full year. So you had a, a fresh start and, um, you know, after that, we just kind of yeah. hit it off. No, apparently he kept on bothering her cash and asking him, like, is Ashley single yet? Is Ashley single yet? And then whenever they had that going away party, I was newly single. So. Okay. Because, so interestingly, my follow-up question was, do you think you would have ended up together without The Bachelor, without Steve, you recognizing her? It sounds like you would have. But I also, on, on top of that question, I want to ask, were you a, a dedicated watcher of The Bachelor? Two-part questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with, um, first, I don't think I would have, oh, no, I'll, go, I'll go with the second part, actually. Um, I would. Never, I want to hear your answer. I would have never watched The Bachelor, except for um, I watched the Phillies like 160 straight games in 2008. Um, and in return, I was dating another girl at the time. She said, "Well, if you're going to watch baseball all the time, you have to watch The Bachelor." So oh. then, if you have to watch The Bachelor as a guy, then then you you know we kind of like it, and, and you pick out who your favorites are. Of course. And when Ashley when got, um, you know, left the show, I was like, ah, do I still have to keep watching? But you can't say. <laughs> okay, so. Say, I'm like, oh, I like that one. Otherwise, I'm not interested in this show. I mean, um, I relate just, to that I, even I, on a platonic, like, not wanting to date them level. I, I feel like yeah. this is an intricate lie. It's too short. And so, but whatever, I have met her if I. So, since I watched The Bachelor, I recognized her and the North Carolina accent. I, you know, I very vividly remember from watching all the episodes. So that's the only reason I approached her. I yeah. think. No, supposedly his mom has told me kind of like a similar story that they watched my season. And she remembers this very specific scene of me, like sitting on a bench or something. And she had a thought in her head that she was going to know me someday. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, My mom's also wrong. I was going to say too, one great thing about our relationship, and I don't know if you have this um, happen to you, is it's hard to date people who don't get the show Hmm. or who won't participate in like a fun way. Like if, if they're very against the show, it makes dating impossible and so within three months of dating Steve, I was in Ashley um, Rosenbaum's wedding as a bridesmaid. So I asked him, I was like, do you want to come to this wedding with me? I know that's probably going to suck. He knew every single person that was there. That's why I, I'm going <laughs> like, just watching it in 2008 because he knew like Trista, you what? knew I don't like everyone. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like trading cards hidden in his desk somewhere. <laughs> so at the wedding was really funny because it was me and all the girls were out and getting ready for the wedding. And the guys were all at the bar and we were just holding court in there. And I remember Chris Harrison going, uh, hey, guys, you got to hurry up and get out of here. 
because we're all, like it's me and uh, Craig and like that whole group of people. Everybody's like ten of us. And they're like, how does he know us? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that's really a who's who wedding that you yeah. attended very early on. Yeah. But uh, Spivey, I could not agree more. Like I dated a hand, you know, I dated a bit after my season. I met Andy very soon after my season finished airing, but I went on dates here and there and the judgment, like you can, you can smell it from a mile away. And, and, and I, I just can't imagine embarking on like a long-term relationship with that because I feel like they cast that judgment on the fact that you even went on it, even though it was really just, you know, anywhere from four to eight weeks of your life, I wouldn't want to deal with someone who, who saw it that way. It should, it can be a really fun thing that you, that you sort of yeah. make fun of and laugh at and enjoy together. I kind of admire it. Like, like this is the first time I'm on a podcast uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm quite uncomfortable. But, um, <laughs> I can't imagine doing a television show where they're taping you all the time. Oh, uh, I mean, I agree. Uh, so I was impressed that Ashley has a unique quality that she, um, doesn't think she's very good in public settings, but then once she's out there, she's the best at it. Oh, oh that's, sweet. that's sweet. Oh, Steve, you were made for a love fest. My goodness. Oh, yeah. But I do oh, agree also. I think I'm good <laughs> and I'm a mess. <laughs> okay. So you meet a year earlier. You, you become, you come together again through mutual friends. Oh wait, you never really answered my question. Oh, yeah, Would true. you have ended up together without the bachelor? Hmm. Oh, so I thought it did, but no, because the reason I approached her at the bar is because I recognized her from The Bachelor, and the reason, but the reason I watched The Bachelor, Bachelor was because I was. <laughs> well, we already got that. Don't worry, you're covered. You're covered, Stu. It, it was very much a timing thing, mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that like somehow we got forced together within a year. I mean, it seems like it was supposed to happen, but uh, if that didn't happen, no. <laughs> it, it was also on my birthday. When we, when it, we was, it was. Wait, the uh, second time around? Yeah, so yeah. The go, uh, my friend's going away party was on, was a joint my birthday party. And all I asked for was, can you bring Ashley as my gift? Oh my oh, wow. God. Steve, Steve you are really pulling out all the stops for this love fest today. My goodness, you are right at home. I coached him so well. <laughs> yeah, is this is this all creative writing here? Or this actually happened. I'm just reading off a monitor. Okay. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I said I had. I, I knew you were I mean, it was bound to happen, <laughs> especially with the mahogany in the background. Uh, okay. So, what were your first impressions of each other, and how have those changed, if at all? I, I mean, I kind of mentioned that I thought he was very nice. Like, I had friends with me, and they were like, you're going to run all over him. Um, that was kind of like our first impression of Steve. <laughs> was so wrong like I don't know why he thought that I mean he is Steve is the kindest person I know he's the sweetest person I know but in no way like would I ever run all over you like yeah Uh, not at the beginning though I I mean it takes balls to go up to you I I weren't you a little starstruck when you saw her I mean not everyone would go up and buy a drink for girls hour and a half or two so um 
liquid courage. I, I, yeah, a lot more courage than normal. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. That's what Brother Jimmy's is for. It is. Well, so a lot of cheap drinks. So Spivey, then to clarify, your first impression, you and your girlfriends, was that he was almost too nice. But so would you say that your first impression has changed and that you realize he's not that nice or like you do, you can't walk all over him. I don't know. Like, well, how has it changed if at all? I definitely can't walk all over him, but I mean, you're still very nice. Like, I, I feel like that's something that people take away from meeting Steve. Maybe not the first time because he actually does, um, give off horrible first impressions. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? I'm not making that up. No, I am really good at the rebound, though. <laughs> yeah, the rebound, he's great at The first impression, not great. Okay. <laughs> so you under it's an under-promise, over-deliver strategy in life. Yeah, I think it's like if, if you, like, in order for them to remember you, you have to break something, and then you can fix it and take a, like, take a pat on the back for that. I got to yeah. say, you should write a book about this. Yeah. How to, how to annoy and disgust people and become best friends with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, Everyone has a story like that with Steve. It's funny. The best man, the best man at our wedding. Um, I met him eight times before I remembered his name. Um, it took shooting me with a BB gun and saying, "What's my name?" I should have known his name because he was also a client. Um, but now we became best friends ever after that, and he had the best man at my wedding. We still talk to this day, even though he lives in LA. Wow. That's a classic oh. nagging situation. <laughs> you nagged him into friendship. In, in terms of Ashley, um, she, had, you know, I, I, for, I kind of got a good feel of, um, from the show of the person she was. She cries less than on TV. <laughs> well, actually, I take yeah, that back. Actually. She probably cries more, but it's not as dramatic. Um, but she's, you know, very, like, very diligent, hardworking, committed, um, very loving, very family oriented. Um, and just stuff you don't see on the show or you talk about on the first date. You got all that in the first impression? No, in the first, <laughs> in the first impression, you just, you know, it was a first date. You're talking, you're funny, but you don't really get to know each other except from what I knew from the show. Yeah. But from the show, you see, like, it, it's, it's a strong girl that, you know, has strong values and mm -hmm. yeah. strong personality. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. a valid, it's a valid yeah. first impression. I was like, and now she will be like the disciplinarian, like, you got to get your stuff done. <laughs> I can I see that, that. I think that comes from being a nanny since for boys, like raising a child her whole, like, her whole life. Mm-hmm. So, Charlene, summer is over. It is. And would you say that this was the driest bed summer you've had? <laughs> the driest bed summer. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah I, that, it that actually kind of works. It just sounds wrong. But it's true. There was not a lot of sweating happening in the bed because cozy earth sheets are cooling somehow. It's still cozy warm, by the yeah. way. It does everything all at once. Apparently, bamboo is the answer. It is, and it's also more sustainable, by the way, than cotton. I want to know what's wrong with Cozy Earth. <laughs> you know what it's like. You know what Cozy Earth has been like for me. It's like a, it's like a girl you start dating, mm -hmm. and you're like, "This is too perfect. Yeah. There's got to be something wrong." And you're like, three or four months in, you're like, "Still perfect, but God, there's got to be something. Yeah. I know some shoe's going to drop." Yeah, and it just never does. Yeah, we. And then you get married, and you sit <laughs> and you have a podcast with them. Oh, 
Oh my God. Wow. That's such a compliment to Cozy Earth that you just likened our love story to their sheets. Cozy Earth is a sheet that you will eventually have a podcast with. (laughs) I will say we've been using Cozy Earth sheets, sleeping on them. We now have their towels. We now have their comforter cover. We both have their loungewear. It's insane. And (laughs) and it's not like we're doing that because we have to. We're literally demanding. We want new things. I want Cozy Earth to come out with like a a television set. (laughs) Anything they do. Yeah. We really do love their stuff that much. And it says something that over a year in, that other shoe has yet to drop. And by the way, we've had countless Shandies write us to say, I caved, I got the cozy earth. You were right. We want more I told you so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buy the stuff and you get an I told you so. Wait, no, I get an I told you so. All oh, right, sorry. But you get good sheets. So we have a special deal for our audience, the Shandies. You can save 35% on Cozy Earth bedding. And check out their awesome loungewear too. Go to CozyEarth.com slash Shandy and enter promo code Shandy at checkout to save 35%. All backed by a 100 night trial. That's CozyEarth.com slash Shandy spelled S-H-A-N-D-Y and use that code Shandy at checkout to save a whopping 35%. Okay, so how would you guys say, I mean, you've now been married for over six years, how would you say this far into your relationship, you compliment each other? I I mean, I, I really do feel like we're complete opposites on so many things, but in a good way, because whatever I lack or whatever you lack, I make up for that in some way, or you make up for that in some way. Hmm. Like uh, my favorite thing about Steve is that I, I, and someone could do something awful to Steve and he will not hold a grudge against that person. He, wow. Yeah. It, it blows my mind because I am not like that. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> <laughs> someone could barely do something to me. And I'm just like, that person is dead to me. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> yeah. The, be- the benefit of indifference and forgetting people's names is you also don't get mad at them. Yeah. No, he really just gets over those things and chooses to see the best in people um, and will still make that person his friend. And I I don't know, I really respect that because that's something I have a hard time with. And whenever I do get upset at people or with something that's going on in the world, like I think you're very good at reminding me um, to still remember that someone's like a human or that things can get better. So. I think that's a way that you definitely compliment me. Oh, I love that. <laughs> what I would say is it's kind of a playoff that where, you know, particularly over the past few years with COVID and all the stuff that's gone on in New York, like everyone has ups and downs, whatever it might be. Obviously we've had our fair share and, you know, when things aren't perfect in my life, she steps up when things aren't perfect in her life. I try to take the baton. So, it's constantly mm-hmm. kind of rotating. All right, we have to get through this together. This whole mm. life. And Teammates. We've yeah. been in a very unique situation. Yeah. So has the world mm-hmm. over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Mm. You guys, you give good answer. I feel like, I don't know how much you studied or how much this is just yeah. off the cuff, but my goodness, I am really wooed. I mean, I love that passing the baton yeah. answer. I feel like people don't really realize... I mean, it's not like we've been married for so long, any of us, but we've been married for a while and you realize how much that really comes into play. 
It's like, I can't hold this baton right now. I need you to take it for a while and not even needing to ask. That's what I think goes wrong in a lot of relationships where people want the other person to pick up the baton and they don't. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think now we're pretty good at analyzing how the other person is acting (laughs) and knowing, okay, now I need to step in Mm. uh, without the other person asking necessarily. Yeah. A lot of relationships, one person gets down and the other person goes down with them and then they're both down. Yeah. It's kind of a fine line between passing the baton and not being dragged down as well. For sure. And that could have happened to us many times, but. (laughs) Mm. So Ashley, on your Instagram, you've been very generous about sharing personal details uh, around fertility and miscarriage. And you both lost your son, CJ, to stillbirth in November 2020. And I ran this past Spivey first to make sure that it was okay that we talk about this. And Ashley, you've become a, a vocal advocate for paid leave after miscarriage. And I think you've really done a lot to bring awareness around this. Uh, and the fact that miscarriage is not only emotional, but physical trauma. And I just want to thank you personally, because I've actually learned a lot just from following you about this stuff. So I wanted to know, it, however much you're comfortable sharing, how this affected your relationship and what was it like to navigate something like this together? And because every question here is a two-parter, did you learn anything new about each other throughout that? It, it's hard to like talk about what happened even like before it and have people understand, but we... We did not have an easy time getting pregnant. Like things just kept on going wrong. Um, We even had an IUI get canceled in the middle because COVID happened, Mm -hmm. right? And at that point, Steve and I, we were just kind of like in a dark place, but we both agreed, let's just try to make the best out of this situation. Like everything is fucked. (laughs) Let's just focus on each other and kind of like rebuild our relationship and try to make the best of this. And in the middle of that happening, um, I got pregnant with CJ. And even though that time was so horrible, like, can I, can I interrupt for a second? Yeah. Um, so yeah, what she said, I agree. hundred percent with, and you know, even during that time and CJ being born, we were so like, consumed or out of it, I guess. Consumed with like nothing. But um we like forgot our own anniversary. And we were just <laughs> laying on the couch watching a movie and one of her friends texted happy anniversary. We're like, oh shoot. <laughs> I, I, I did we didn't remember our anniversary. Yeah. Um wow. and then CJ was born after that. <laughs> or he was conceived that <laughs> but no like what I was going to say is I, I feel bad saying this because I know this was such like a bleak time in New York and it was such a bleak time for so many other people but when we found out we were pregnant with CJ and our relationship was just like going so well we had such a wonderful time together um <laughs> during the pandemic and it really felt like we were in our own little bubble as bad as things were or even um 
kind of just like politically how bad things were. We were like, oh, we're bringing like a new life into this world and maybe things are going to be different in November. And um, yeah, we just felt like so hopeful. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it ever crossed my mind Mm -hmm. (laughs) that something like that would happen. I, I mean, I know it didn't cross Steve's mind because whenever, um, what, what makes what happened with him so bad is I actually went to the doctor that day and, um, I was not like with my regular doctor. So we didn't do an ultrasound. We just listened to his heartbeat and it was very strong. And she just kind of made like an offhand comment that made like something in my stomach feel weird where she was just mentioning, you know, you you should feel him moving and he didn't move a lot in the morning anyway. So I didn't, I didn't necessarily worry, but then I thought about it when I got home and I told Steve and he was like, you're fine. Like, you know, you you just worry about everything (laughs) or you're just like being crazy. And uh, I called my doctor and she was like, just come in. It's the day before Thanksgiving. Like, I don't want you to worry. So within like four hours, he died. And it was just, it was, it was very surreal. Yeah. I, I'm still really mad at the universe for that one. Like Mm -hmm. I don't, I'll never understand like why that happened. We didn't necessarily like get any answers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was complete. I, I didn't even think about it before. Um, and it is, it's like if you look back, it almost felt like movie like, right? And I, I, I could never even imagine what she goes through because as guys, you're not carrying the kid. It's not like part of you. You're kind of just like in the way sometimes. <laughs> and then even like during like the delivery and stuff, like you're still like, so like zone in like all right this is it and then you realize after it's done you're like oh like there's no there's no reward mm. wow went oh. through a lot a lot of stuff that i can't imagine going through yeah um and she she did phenomenal well even steve told me um afterwards he he was sure like the doctors were wrong Mm. (laughs) sure that they like missed something Mm -hmm. and um after i delivered cj he he like held out hope (laughs) that um cj would be fine wow it was hard it was hard because like our friends couldn't be with us our family couldn't be with us Mm. um it was just an absolute (laughs) nightmare it was not great yeah Yeah. uh steve you touched on how you like you you know you couldn't I'm sure you wanted to take on some of the pain, but, and you said you felt like you were in the way, but Ashley, I feel like you probably didn't perceive it that way. Like, it does no. sound like you guys were really quite the support for each other. What, yeah. When I say in the way, it's more like, um, you know, we've been going through this process for a long time and I can't imagine like all this stuff that does to her body and like actually going through this whole process. Like, for a guy, it doesn't change that much. We just hang out. And, <laughs> you know, if my friends want to go out, she'll let me go out. But she had to stay at home for almost four years now. <laughs> so, so process. I haven't so, seen a lot of her lately, I will say. Purple back real quick. Um, what's changed the most about Ashley 
is when I first met her off the Bachelor. I mean, her nickname was Trashly. <laughs> And we would be walking out together and she would always be like going crazy and like having fun. Um, we've all matured a lot of the years. Um, and I, I look for like her being able to actually go and have fun with her friends and stuff. Um, because it's been mm. four, long four years for her. Long years, four years for me, but not nothing in comparison. Mm. Okay. I mean, thank you for, for sharing that. And thank you for letting me mention it. I didn't want to make either of you uncomfortable. Well, one thing I'll say is that we love talking about him. So like, if we get an opportunity to mention him, mm-hmm. I mean, we usually will. Um, one thing that happens to both of us a lot now that I'm getting close to the end with Penny is people will see me and then they're like, oh, is this your first? And we're like, no, this is our second. Mm. And they're like, oh, is it a boy or a girl at home or something like that? And, you know, we have to tell them like what happened. And then either they're like horrified or they let us talk about it. And we are, I like when people let us talk about it. We already mm. see that Penny's going to be more of a... I would, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Spitfire? Yeah, Spitfire and CJ Russ. <laughs> pregnancy, she's kicking all the time. Yeah. It's, uh, she's got a lot of attitude. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. That's awesome. You'll have your hands full, I feel always, like. Always tell her your brother was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Okay, so I want to go back in time a little bit. So you guys start dating. He, he sent you the Jimmy Choo's and you guys start dating. What would you say was your first hurdle in your relationship and how did you overcome it? Wow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's an appropriate reaction. It's hard. Can I joke or no? <laughs> you can joke. Yes, joke. Her ex-boyfriend punching me in the face <laughs> at a wedding. Wait, wait. Oh my God. Are you serious? Is this for real? Yeah. But that wasn't like... Actually, interestingly <laughs> enough... The That's couple, a hurdle. That's a hurdle. <laughs> Angie's like, I want to hear more about yeah, this hurdle. I also want to hear more. The couple that introduced us, it was their wedding, invited her ex-boyfriend. And... Um, Which, by the way, I told them not to invite him. Like, he was very problematic. I knew he was going to cause issues. And sure enough, he did. That actually wasn't a hurdle. Yeah, that us. wasn't I like a hurdle. Wanted, I just wanted to bring bring it up for now. Can I just have the quick background on that? That's can't just skirt over the. So we were out at a bar in South Carolina. The I, rehearsal, the rehearsal dinner day. night. Okay. And um, the Chiefs had lost the Eagles, or the Chiefs had beat the Eagles. <laughs> um, no, and I, I, he was like following around. She's like, "Can you ask him to, you know, just leave me alone?" Mm. And I asked him, and he was he's taller than I am because I'm not very tall um and punched me in the head I was like oh but in the in the middle of that I'm like I had the decision I got pushed back she fell over I was like do I push him back or do I pick her up I went to pick her up but I just got hit in the head yeah um it wasn't a hurdle in our relationship it was it was more of a walking into Goldman Sachs with a bloody eye um what are you doing you're 30 or 32 years old or whatever you shouldn't be but you should be getting in fights and my my answer was it wasn't a fight i never swung back that's amazing so there was no transition it was just 
you know, please stop doing this and immediately punch in the face. I had like lost my phone. I was looking for my phone. I looked behind me. He had kind of been like following me around all night. And I was like, can you just stop? Like, I know you're trying to start something. Steve was right there. And I was like, can Steve, who is better with people than I usually am, uh, very nicely says to him, you know, can you leave her alone? And instead of being like a nice person, my ex just decided to push Steve, um, which knocked me over. And then he ended up sucker punching Steve. But like, this is very typical of him. This is a very myopic story. What's an actual (laughs) hurdle between us? Um, I really cannot think of anything. Nothing? You guys just start dating and everything was hunky-dory? I mean, I moved in very quickly with <laughs> Same. Mm-hmm. Um, three days. I think it was no, three days. It was like she, she got the Jimmy Choose and she yes. moved in. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny because she had just gotten an apartment. Yeah. And she never stayed there. I had gotten ever. an apartment by myself. And I had like moved everything in there. The only thing that would not fit in my apartment was my couch. So after we had like been dating for two weeks, I was like, hey, can I move my couch into your apartment? <laughs> this this is a great ad for Jimmy Choo's, by the way. I would say that the only real hurdle that we really ran into was, you know, COVID and the child stuff. Like in yeah. terms of things you really have to work through and get over. The one benefit is that I got to be here all the time. Yeah. That's one thing I say. I work from home type thing, and I have a job where I can work from home. We got to be here. I think it it, honestly, it was just time. And for me, I think um, I said earlier it was like surreal, like you're almost watching a movie when you're going through the actual process. And I think for me, it probably like six months lag until it actually like impacted like okay, now you have to go back to real life. And that actually did happen. And now how do I deal with it? Mm. And that's where she stepped up and became the stronger. So Steve's job, um, I just don't see a lot of him. Like he goes to work pretty early in the morning. And then after work, he always has to do like something with clients, not necessarily now. Um, So during COVID, that was like the first time I had really spent a ton of time with him past like say we would go on like a week-long vacation or something like that yeah so it really was like we had to get to know each other all over again obviously after that happened with CJ I just went into like a very dark place I already like struggle with depression and Steve has always been very good at knowing like when I'm going dark how to kind of react towards me um how to try to like kind of bring me out of that place Mm. but um we we kind of like kept going back and forth after cj like i would be in a dark place he would step up he would be in a dark place i would step up and it was kind of like two two years of that (laughs) yes that that was i think that was like the first real test of anything yeah yeah and i think i think that period of time was you know it's not like 
what was us. It's a, it was a test of any couple during that period of time. Yeah. Particularly if you live in New York and the, you know, <laughs> you're on top of each other all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In relatively small spaces. So that brings us to Andy's favorite question in every love fest. That is my favorite question. How do you guys fight? What does it look like? Walk us through the fight from beginning to end. And who says sorry first? Steve never gets mad at me for anything. Like, I'm <laughs> honest. He really doesn't. Like, I can think of three times that you've ever gotten mad at me. And it's mostly me getting upset. I'm an over communicator. So, like, as soon as I'm mad about something, it just comes out of my mouth. <laughs> I tell him. And he really doesn't, like, yell back at me about it. He just listens to whatever it is that I'm upset about. And then somehow still he's the person who says, I'm sorry first. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like, let's, just, let's just move on. <laughs> I like, let's just, are we done now? Sometimes I do get too busy and chaotic where, you know, managing work and all this stuff. And especially in New York, it's like you have you no know, patience. Yeah, you be, you're becoming patient. Um, I, I I get rushed a lot. I <laughs> I, have, I freak out about nothing. <laughs> like I don't like the way this shirt fits right now, and I'm staring at it type thing. <laughs> and just, just settle down, Steve. You're acting like a lunatic. <laughs> but like I, you know, I'm in a much more dramatic fashion. At, you know, not on camera than you know if, if this was closed off. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and she's just, that, that's what bothers me the most, I think, about Yeah. He has no patience. So. Okay. Okay, so you're impatient mostly, but in, not impatient with Ashley, it would seem. I would describe it as very patient and less I'm rushed than I have zero patience. Okay. It's very specific. I respect that. Yeah. I hate being rushed. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so it sounds like you guys don't fight. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you fight. Um, no, not regularly. Not really. I wouldn't say we haven't ever had like a multi-day fight. Okay. Or even, like I really don't even think we can stay mad at each other for longer than two hours. Like it's resolved very quickly. So, so just to summarize, your fights are you screaming at Steve, <laughs> and him eventually saying sorry, and then you guys going to bed happy. <laughs> I understand you're sorry, but what do you think you did wrong? <laughs> oh, no. The worst. And, and, and that's when I start scoring. <laughs> I feel you. It's like, be specific about your apology. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's enough. <laughs> okay. I want to never do that again. What yeah, did you do wrong? We'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, Steve, Steve's go-to is, I understand. I'm sorry. And I'm like, but what are you sorry for? <laughs> Otherwise, you understand. otherwise, you're going to keep doing it over and over again. I'm like, probably. I don't, know the, I don't know the answer. Wait, so on that note, if you do say, I'm sorry, whatever, and I understand, Ashley, does he end up doing the thing that you got mad at him about again? Every time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. But then she earns another sorry and she wins another fight. Yeah. Piling Steve, up points. He's undefeated right now. <laughs> Steve just is bad at time management. So when he's saying like he feels rushed, it's a product of his own doing. Like he waits until the last minute to do a bunch of different things. So he's the one always like rushing himself. And usually that makes him like a little snippy with me or something. Mm. And 
I just, you know, yeah. I don't respond well to that. Okay. <laughs> I can see some parallels between you two and us, but not entirely. Cause I feel like when I get, so I'm like you, Ashley, in that I, what would you call it? An emotional, like you're an oversharer or you, you, what I'm, you call I'm it? an over communicator. Over communicator. Love that. In that if something bothers me, I can't sit on it for half a yeah. day. Like it comes out immediately like word vomit. And depending on what mood you're in, yeah. you'll either be like, I don't know if you just don't have time for it or whatever. Sometimes you'll be like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then other times that he just retaliates and I'm never really sure which one I'm going to get. Pretty much every fight ends with me saying, I'm sorry. The question is, will it be sandwiched with a retaliation? Yes. No, it's so true. It's so true. Andy, can we do a sidebar after this? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Game plan going forward. (laughs) We'll talk. Even the times where I'm wrong and I end up apologizing, usually you're the first one to come up and hug me and be like, I'm sorry, let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you and won't apologize until I apologize. Yeah, but the second he apologizes, I'm like, I'm sorry, I was an asshole. But it's like I need him to just open that door first. Yeah. The bigger person. Yeah. He does the hug thing too, and it just makes me more mad. Yeah. Really? Oh. oh, I am a sucker for a hug. I'm like, oh. I think what we're really doing is when we're saying sorry, it's giving the chance that us to actually talk about whatever the issue was. Mm-hmm. I eventually learn it, but I try to ignore it the first time <laughs> by saying sorry, and then you get to the actual conversation of <laughs> what she's upset about. Yeah. yeah. An apology is just a precursor to the conversation. I mean, you need all to men's, like tr- truly one of their top 10 wishes is that saying sorry ends all fights on a dime. <laughs> it's a delay scheme, and yeah. we hope it works. It yeah. usually does Okay, final question, and then we're going to get to the game. Any beliefs about relationships that have changed now that you have this one? I was very against marriage. Really? Yeah. Like against just the institution? Yeah, just against the institution. I just like, I don't know if I had just like lost all faith in marriage after like I saw what my parents went through. I don't know. Steve made me like excited about the prospect of marriage and like doing life with him and traveling and one day having kids. And I don't know. It made me feel differently about it. And like, even I'd say I'm the bad one at being married because as I said, he's, he's the one who um, is the nicer one and who says sorry first and all those things that you're supposed to do but I think he's made me feel good about the decision that we made to get married and I still wake up every day like excited to be married to him so Mm. that's one thing that was a big change for me question is it for us or is it just general view of relationships yeah like a belief that maybe you had before you met Ashley about relationships, about marriage, about the one, all that stuff. I mean, I think timing, um, it means a ton. Um, like where you are personally, um, like with yourself, you know, wh- whatever it might be, psychological, socially. Um, I've always been nice. Yeah. I'm a saint. <laughs> um, um, but when you're young, you're like idealistic. And you. I, I think you think, oh, you're high school girlfriend, this is it or something. But I think maturity and being able to deal with the conflicts during life, during a marriage, um, 
I didn't think about when you were younger. Mm. And I, you know, I, I have friends that are probably, you know, brothers of my friends that are a little younger that are dating people and you see them kind of doing the same mistakes you did. And I, I always make, you know, go out of my way like, Hey, like if you actually like this person, you know, this isn't going to fly for the long haul. Cause oh. I've made every mistake in the world until I met Ashley. Um, then I was just perfect. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it kind of sounds like it. She got a better version of me than if she would have met me at 27. Yeah. Mm. You know, in Vegas eight times a year. I don't really like me very much. About Actually, she met him exactly when I believe that uh, men become men. No, they met when he was, what were you, 36? 30? No. 35? I was 31. I just 31. turned 31. And, you know, we got married around, I was 34. Yeah. So around that age is a lot. But, 27 to 34 is a lot different. Yes. Well, Andy has a theory here on Dear Shandy that men are not men until they're 36. Yeah. I mean, I, I would still agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get old really quickly. Yeah. It's so slow kind up and then a steep old down. Yeah. That's true. Man, then old man. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Okay. It is now time for the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yay. <laughs> My goodness. I was really on pins and needles watching these two. There was yeah. a lot of writing going yeah. on. Yeah, like a novel being written by Steve. Over yeah. There. And I mean, Ashley, too, was going at it. But yeah. then Steve would keep going so long that I was like, are you ready? And he'd be like, yeah. And it turns out his pen was just ready. He was just sitting there <laughs> primed to write more. <laughs> so and- He's writing in calligraphy. <laughs> Ten answers and hopefully one <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Well, we have had someone do that before, no, actually. Okay, so Andy, do you want to predict? I do. I'm going to go in an interesting direction on this one. I'm going to say it's a 2-2 tie that needs to go into overtime, and uh, Steve wins. Oh. oh. Spivey, how does that make you feel? I, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> and before we get going, I, I will admit, I don't know why I did this. It's because I love you guys, but I we gave you slightly hard questions and so i just i feel the need to get that out of the way i feel i felt a little bad on question four they've been together was it like 10 (laughs) years you guys have been together for so long that yes the we've been together for 10 years and that's why i'm a little terrified now because (laughs) what if we just bomb i mean you're gonna you're probably gonna realize in the next five to ten minutes that your whole marriage is a sham Well, one of the questions I actually knew the answer to because I asked her last night when we were preparing. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Well, and you made the mistake of telling me that you had prepared because then I tried to like put in some some curveballs. So we'll see what happens. I'm I'm interested to see. Okay, so let's start with Ashley, meaning Steve. Your first podcast appearance, this is your point to win or lose, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is okay. big. So, Ashley, what is your favorite smell? And be sure to show the camera as you say it. Vanilla. Oh, good one. Yeah. That's a, a yes, very respectable smell. smell. Yeah, very good smell. Steve, did you Excellent get that? Smell. I, I thought she would say the ocean or the beach. Oh, the ocean or the beach. Oh, that's also a nice smell. I thought that would make like, a lasting impression. 
Sorry, Steve. You did Sorry. not get that point, but a really good answer. Yeah, very good answer. Yeah. Okay, Steve, how about you? What is your favorite smell? This is a guy answer. Candles with the scent. <laughs> Candles, Candles with, with a, a scent. <laughs> the, I left it broad for a reason. Okay. So if, he takes him a rose bar, he gets some Jimmy <laughs> Chews, and they come back to Candles with scents. Is that how it works? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going out there picking which candles I like. Any candle will so, do. So what scent? So, so in other words, you like scent. You like <laughs> you like actual smell. That's it. That's your favorite smells. Things that smell. Favorite smells like it's Not the unscented candle. Yeah, yeah, right. So you're not a fan of the smell of plain wax, <laughs> but you are a fan of every smell that anyone's ever made for a candle. Okay, good. Got it. I am Easy to very curious. I feel like all Ashley has to say is candle. <laughs> right? Yeah, okay, let's see. Ashley, let's see. What did you put? Somehow I fucked this up. <laughs> oh, wow. I said one- Eagles Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's funny is her answer is probably correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is probably a candle out there that's Eagle Stadium scent. <laughs> oh, but we can't. Yeah, I enjoy that yeah. more. Yeah, we can't prove it. I know there's fart scented candles, mm-hmm. and I know that there's candles scented for places yeah. that don't necessarily have a real scent. They're mm-hmm. just kind of novelty. So yeah. it's possible you're right, but you are absolutely not getting credit for that. But they are in it together because it's a zero zero tie. Yep. Yeah. To be fair, I think that is a really hard question. So don't it's, you think? It's pretty hard. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Okay. I mean, it's granted, one of the worst answers we've ever gotten <laughs> in history. <laughs> okay question number two ashley and you guys agreed by the way to make this about each other question number two what is your biggest peeve about steve oh i made this wearing his shoes inside oh Oh, i respect that answer why would you do that why would you do that okay let's see if he got this i had uh another one I won't, I won't say, and then not being prepared and being forced to be rushed. Oh, okay. We covered that. That's, that's Wait, good. that's what you thought she would have said about you? I thought that's what she'd say about me. Okay, but I i mean, we have to hover a bit on the fact that you, do you wear your shoes around the yeah, house, yeah, Steve? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't like being barefooted for some reason. No, he really has this like thing about his feet touching hardwood or carpet so if he's not wearing his shoes inside he's wearing two pairs of socks so that he doesn't feel it through the socks whoa wow so you're a you're a full-fledged crazy person (laughs) (laughs) thank you what about like slippers or like house shoes I bought him a very comfy pair of ugg house slippers and he just refuses to wear them Oh my goodness. That's fascinating. So what's what's your aversion to your feet being on a hard do you have very sensitive feet, soles of your feet? <laughs> no, not at all. I don't know. Maybe it goes back to my early childhood where yes, you know I, I, I be a little taller all the time, you know, playing sports. So Oh, interesting. No. You may need to get into therapy for this. Right. <laughs> A lot. Okay, well, cute answers. I, I feel but like wrong. Steve's is realistic, like yeah. his guess, but 
I, I don't know. I Ashley, I am on your team on this. She was yeah. in the house. It's terrible. Mm. Okay. So Steve, what is your biggest peeve about Ashley? This actually follows in suit of the last one about being rushed, but it's um, when there's long lines, I like to cut them. And she never lets me cut them because she cares about the people in front. Oh, I, oh my God, you really wrote it out. My pet peeve, cutting lines and Ashley making me wait. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel like that's about you, though. <laughs> I want to cut the line and like... I could sneak in there if you just follow me. Wait, it's I, a respectable pet peeve. Really? Sort of. I mean, I want to, I need to see the scene. Like, what kind of a line? Is this like a line where you're obviously cutting and it's a shitty thing to do? Well, the longer the line, the more I'm likely to cut it. <laughs> I think, so it happens a lot at airports, like something about lines at airports, because he has really bad anxiety about flying. Mm. And for whatever reason, it just makes him turn into this person with no empathy or like there's where he will just straight up walk to the front of a line and i'm like i'll see you in two hours (laughs) okay i think that's more your problem than uh Right? You think it's Spivey? Or no, you- I think that's Steve's problem. I agree because I think you're, you're a complete sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's definitely something I have to work on, but I still get bothered he, by it. He's it's actually the <laughs> I will say this, Steve, is I I hate the yous at the airport. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think that you're going to get a second punching in the face sometime <laughs> in the near future. <laughs> Wait, so we 0 for 3? You, you know what's so yes. weird? So, like, I don't like him doing that right because I'm like, that's an asshole thing to do. And somehow, when Steve does it, people at the front of the line will be like, oh, no, go ahead. And he starts, like, talking to them, and then they're all friends, and they sit near each other on the plane and, like, ha- pass drinks back and forth. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Maybe that first impression isn't so bad after all. Yeah. Bad first impression, and then somehow he, like, Charms. That's and really then, interesting. Well, I, I usually become friends with the person I cut right. Like if I cut the line, the person in front, you're uh, sure because you didn't get around them. Oh, <laughs> this is so wow. calculated. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm definitely team Ashley in this one. I always my rule of thumb is I don't I don't like it when people act like their time is more valuable than anyone else's. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, so Ashley, did you get that? <laughs> I'd be amazed. If you I, that. I, so I, I still feel like that was about Steve. But, <laughs> um, I was gonna say that I leave water glasses everywhere. Oh, oh that's that's yeah, that's mm. something I. Yeah, yeah. that's that's also. I, I, I do that actually. I do that. You know what I'm being reminded of? We've this has happened a few times where when a couple's been together for a while, it's almost like there are so many little answers that they end right, up being two ships in the night. Yeah. Anyway, you guys are still giving, zero zero tie. That I'm giving specific like examples. Yeah, you're giving you're general giving too technique. specific. Well, there's not that much that bothers. But me. you're also you're also wrong even in the general. <laughs> Like candle with scent. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, question number three, Ashley. What TV show do you watch because of Steve, meaning you would not watch it if it were not for him? Steve, this is your point to get or to not get. Okay, so I put sports, sports docs. Okay. That's acceptable. Yeah, very, yeah, understandable. 
I put Eagles games as Ashley's guess. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, oh that's my it. God. Our first point. Very good. Steve. Very good. So Steve, what TV show do you watch because of Ashley, meaning you would not watch it if it were not for her? The Great British Bake Off. Oh, Oh, that's a okay. good one. Yeah, that is a, good, a good one. one. Okay. Good for you. You're a good man. Ashley, did you get that? Uh-oh. There's a much better answer. So <laughs> <laughs> upset he didn't say because there is a show that I told him I wouldn't marry him unless he watched the show in its entirety, which is actually like a great undertaking because there are many episodes of this show and they're all an hour long. It was lost. Oh, 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 oh I feel sad. Yeah. That, that, that was a confusion on timing. <laughs> I thought you meant like watching. like now. Yeah, like currently. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you, you were kind of right. I do think Steve, yeah, you, Steve you're right. got the question a little. Steve, Steve was right. I would have watched a lot of the stuff I've watched. <laughs> yes, okay. Ashley really took that in like a meaningful direction with the relationship. Yeah, also respectable, yeah. but I, sadly, no. I was like, there's no way he's going to miss this one. Oh, uh, okay. You never cut me out. <laughs> Ashley, you are being beat right now. Yeah. So. No. It's pretty ugly. Okay, so Ashley, if you could have Steve's blank, what would it be? What are you writing down? Wait, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Steve quite understood the rules. I'm going to clarify what I've already wrote. <laughs> okay, I put forgiving nature. Oh, oh, that's beautiful. That's nice. Okay, so this is a really tricky question to to judge, but that Steve's point to win or lose, basically, he has to have guessed what. Ashley would have wanted of his. So let's see what you said. The ability to not care or forgive people. Oh my God. Yay. Is that two out? (laughs) Is that the one you were just scribbling away at? (laughs) No, 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 no. no. (laughs) The different one is the food one. But I. Oh, okay. That is, I mean, I am impressed right now. That was really specific. Okay. Yeah. Well, Steve, if you could have Ashley's blank, what would it be? Kindness towards random people she's never met. Okay. So she'll go up to any person on the street and just become their friend or talk to them. Homeless people, any anybody. She's just like has a very big heart. Oh, that's, that's a nice, nice answer. It also, but that you kind of have that too. You just go about it in a weird way. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he only does it after he's cut them in yeah. line. Once I get past the front of the line, then I'm, I'm yeah. back. Okay. Ashley, did you get that? No. And oh, now no. I was going to say brains. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. I actually don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> So she she joins Drone Pilot as the No, uh, that was question f- number 4. There's still one more question. Which we know. Oh. Okay. I keep trying to give you a zero. Okay. No, sorry. <laughs> Andy I really apologize. wants you to get zero. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an achievement in itself. I mean, you guys are obviously good. Okay, Spivey. It is your last meal on earth. What do you order and the two of you agree to just write down one thing, correct? Yes. Okay, let's see. 
a foot-long hot dog from Wienerworks. It's very specific. Oh, my God. A foot-long hot dog from Wienerworks. I yeah. feel like I see you differently now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're, they're even on the shoe wearing in the house. <laughs> I thought, I, I guess I just thought that was going to go in a different direction. But, but let's, let's see. Steve, did you get that? Uh, so I knew the answer. And I, I blanked out. Um, and I said, Shake Shack. Okay, right, so, you, so you didn't get that, but we, yeah. we believe you. I believe you knew the answer. But a similar vein. Yeah, similar. Yeah. Same gener- genre. Yeah. Yeah, you're just, I, I get it. I, I see what's happening on your last yeah, hamburger, your hot last dog. Meal. Yeah. yeah. Same, okay, same well, family. Steve did not get that point. It's Ashley's chance to get her one and only point. I think she's going to get it. <laughs> Steve, it's your last meal on earth. What do you order? I'm going to pick this up, and I think Ashley should get extra credit for it, actually. <laughs> Because I said chicken cheesesteak. Yeah, chicken cheesesteak. And I forgot where it's from because she always orders it. <laughs> and I yeah. see, I just saw what she wrote. Okay, let's see. Let's see. I said chicken cheesesteak from Whitman's. Wow, oh, nice. well, that is a very good redemptive point right there. Oh, you were close I to I was kind of right. I mean, sort of. 2 I- 1 for Steve. Steve, you are the winner of the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yay! Do you feel victorious? I need, I need that W. Yes. <laughs> He's been having a bad week. I've been doing about this all night. <laughs> you guys, what a delight you were. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks, guys. And sharing your relationship with us and just all the good feels. This was really meant to happen. Yeah. And it was good a, to a see you. a long time coming. We it haven't seen you see in a long you. time. It was good to see y'all. I'm glad it happened when it happened. We should. Anyway, thank you so much. We will set you free. Go have a late dinner. Sorry for keeping you as long as we did. And we'll see each other soon, I hope. Fine. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Bye. Ah. Well, that was fun. Ah, I I feel bad for taking such, for choosing such hard questions now. (laughs) I know. I feel like I sabotaged her. That's okay. I think they still believe in their relationship, <laughs> even though it's a sham. Well, that's the thing. I feel like these couples that have been together for, you know, longer than no, a couple of true. years. You sometimes. know too much. You just know too much. There's too many things you know about each other. Yeah. There's like 10 answers for every one of those questions. And, you know, there's a couple that are close to the top, but you just don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it, I mean, it does make me think of Leslie Murphy and Alex Kavanaugh, drone pilot, because they weren't actually wrong in any of them. It's just they were too yeah, ships they were in close. the night. They're just, yeah, just. Yeah. Anyway, they were a lot of fun. Lovely. I'm really thankful that they came on, but also that they were willing to open up. I mean, I, I know that Ash is very vocal about it and she shares a lot about their experiences with pregnancy and miscarriage on her Instagram, but it was still really nice of her to share. Yeah. I ran it past her. I was like, is it okay if we talk about it? It's totally fine. If not. And she was like, no, of course. Yeah. It's it was just, really nice for her to be that open. And I do think yeah. that, you know, sometimes stuff like that can actually break up a relationship and it seems like it's made it stronger. Yes. To the point where it almost felt like they weren't even able to give a concrete way in which it brought them closer was like, just obviously it yeah. brought us closer. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I, it, I had this vision of them like 
leaping over hurdles hand in hand. It's like, this is obvious. Like we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll overcome this. We'll help each other through it. That actually ended up being the theme for their love fest to me was this idea of picking each other up when yep. they're down, this passing of the baton. I'm down. You're going to lift me up. You're down. I'm going to lift you up. No, I think all of that is a testament to their connection. And now they're expecting baby Penny in November, yeah. November 28th. Scorpio. I'm, oh. I'm like trying to make believe I know anything about astrology. <laughs> I, I'm, I was literally born in November, so I, I'm a Scorpio. So I assume that's still Scorpio at the end of the month. I saw you say that with like your eyes were glazed over. You were like, Scorpio? <laughs> I actually don't know if late November is a Scorpio. Okay. I don't, I don't know anything about this. That's, that, that's nice. I'm glad you don't know. I love, though, that you inserted a little bit about you in there. Yeah, just a tiny <laughs> bit, a taste. Oh, I, whenever I talk to them, I just am like, we should see each other more. I, say, I feel that way about all my friends. That's I don't true. See, I literally don't see friends anymore. No, it's so true. And it's, it's like what they talked about with the pandemic. It's like you end up seeing each other so much more. But then in a same, like, I feel similarly like you just don't end up going out as much. But uh, I guess you're friends with your friends for a reason. Yeah. I, you know what I love about my friends is I cannot see them or speak to them for like a year. And then we see each other and it's like, boom, like nothing ever mm. happened. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Spivey and I text here and there, but we haven't seen each other in over a year. I find it interesting that everyone calls her Spivey. I always find it interesting people who become their last name instead of their first name. I, I don't know why... I, I, it's funny for me. I just have like these names associated, especially with bachelor friends like Michael G, for example. I can only call him Michael G. He's not Michael to me. Oh, I call him Michael G too. And I don't Ashley Spivey. I can't even say Ash. Like I said Ashley a few times when I wanted to say Spivey after. Like she's Ashley Spivey. There's there's a lot of Ashleys in the bachelor world, but she is Spivey. Yeah, she's more Spivey than Ashley. To me, like Spivey really just sort of represents her. It stands I out. I agree. Anyway, and she's got a great book club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Highly recommend. No, seriously, she got me back into reading because I was following her book book club. And, you know, I was sort of like, oh, I'll read. I'll read eventually. And it never really happened. And she posts every book she reads and what she thought of it. And I don't know. It got me thinking, why not? And now I can't live without a book. That's so nice. I'm glad there are still book clubs. Yeah. She's got a lot of followers in her book. I mean, it's very popular. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Doesn't make you like her. It does. It, I didn't need that to like her, but now I like her a little bit more. <laughs> She's an advocate for books and reading in addition I to mean, everything else. Oh, and Steve, a very, very impressive debut yes. as a podcaster or podcastee. Yeah, actually, we weren't really sure. Like, I I mean, I love Steve, but we weren't really sure how he was going to fare. <laughs> I expected Steve to be a full deer in headlights, <laughs> like the whole time through. Yeah. But he wasn't. It's great. No, he was hilarious, actually. Yeah. He nailed it. Well, Andy, I think then that's a wrap for this delightful love fest, Mm -hmm. one that was a long time coming. Sure was. Mm -hmm. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews, and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast that you enjoy and that brings on lovely couples to talk about their relationships. Yeah. What more could you want? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. It's fun stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy.